Hello, hello, Uma, Ian and Bahe with you on yet another episode of Goggler Presents. Today, we're going to do the first episode of Star Trek Picard. We should have a separate name for this. I think it should be called Picard's Flute. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't even know about Picard's Flute, man? I, I know you don't know much about Star Trek, but uh, come on, you I must only, know Picard's Flute. I only know it. I think I've seen GIFs of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> Memes, I don't know. So the first episode of Star Trek Picard premiered on CBS All Access and Amazon Prime. If you live outside the United States, it is uh, by the same people who did Star Trek Discovery. This thing picks up 20 years after the events of Star Trek Nemesis. Yeah. And is in the Prime Universe, not the Kelvin Universe, which is the J.J. Abrams Universe. Yes. However, there is a connection <laughs> to the J.J. Abrams Universe. Hang on, hang on. Let me make notes. Let me know. I, I got to write this. I got to write this. <laughs> taking notes already. We should no, say no. probably we'll do a little review first, and we'll get to spoilers and discussion of everything that's in there at the end part. Yes. Yeah. But so again, probably, just in case for listeners listening, we're not going to we're not going to ruin stuff if you haven't seen it yet. Then again, we'll, I think you should be listening to this after you see. Yes, the episode. absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. We'll, we'll we'll say what we think as well. Yeah. 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 So. So, 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 so there is a tie into the J.J. Abrams verse, which is uh, the whole plot of that Star Trek movie uh, was because of a supernova that destroyed the Romulan planet, right? Yeah. Spock uh, was trying to prevent it, and then Nero got in the way, and they got sucked through a time hole. Yes. And then, but that was that. That was the destruction of Romulus. Yes. Which is, and there's a comic apparently that's like shows Picard and Spock trying to get efforts together to help the Romulans because okay. before the sun goes over. Yeah. Trinity's red matter. Red it's, matter. it's another. Yeah. It's J.J. Abrams doesn't understand time and space, right? No. It's because right. like the sun goes over, so therefore the entire galaxy is in trouble. Like sure. every all of creation is in trouble because of one star. Right. Because he's a fucking moron. And then he creates red matter. Yeah, they create red matter to like suck up, to vacuum, is, up, vacuum up all the remnants yes, of Romulus. Yes, yeah, And yeah. then yeah. they go back in time accidentally instead. Which yes. is another planet-destroying material. Yeah. Yeah. So, But sure. in this comic, which was released before the first Star Trek reboot okay. by J.J. Abrams, they uh-huh. kind of explain why Spock was caught in the time tunnel, etc. Okay, et yeah. Okay. It sets up his mission and where he gets that fancy ship and all that kind of stuff. Correct. So that happens in a separate universe. Now. I have no recollection of reading this comic. I don't know why I remember <laughs> <laughs> so that happens in a separate universe yeah this happens after the sun goes nova yeah and yes. it's in the current star trek prime universe the so kirk the, universe yes. so the, the prime universe is the universe that paramount television owns that's right yeah. right because the, yes. for okay. some wacky reason it's paramount television and and universal universal pictures, pictures on yes. the movies right the movies. Like that's yep. why it's handy to split them yep okay so okay. yeah 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 that's no, that's another non continuity reason why they can be kept separate timelines sure <laughs> okay 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 so yeah. to set it up that's where this exists. i haven't glazed over yet no no but go on to set it up that's where this exists right okay. so, i set this up we did a podcast on star trek discovery where we basically explained an awful lot of things to be here because you've only your 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 background is you've only seen discovery yes and key episodes of next no. generation no no i mean look my my background is my dad watched it and i was way too young and i was bought out of my mind mm. and that was what that was the original series or tng that was tng ah. yeah so i never caught on to to start to star trek at all mm-hmm. um and i think when i was old enough the stuff that was on tv was not some of the greatest stuff Mm. wasn't the best stuff to watch if you're trying to get into Star Trek. So like the first two seasons of Next Generation or the first season of East Space Nine or yeah. an awful lot of Enterprise. Yeah, so it was just all those stuff. You kept hitting on the wrong beats. I just When I was old enough, it was, you know, it required having had 
you know, a good relationship with the brand already. Yeah. And I didn't have that. Yeah. But Discovery sort of really kicked me into gear. How good's my brand? What? I, I forgot to put it in my bag this morning. So that's my Star Trek and Star Trek Just Generation engineering sweater. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great sweater. It is a great yeah. sweater. So I got kicked into gear with Discovery. Uh, I'm, I'm full on board with that. After having seen the first episode of Picard, I'm all in. Huh. This is the one show I wish I could binge. Like, because I want to sit down and mm. watch the watch a lot of it. Yeah, uh, this show is a week to week release, just like Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think we used to like that a lot about Discovery because it really gave us something to look forward to. Gives mm. us time to record some podcasts in between episodes. Absolutely, <laughs> that. yeah, absolutely. But I was watching um, known YouTuber movie YouTuber Patrick H. Williams last night, and he was talking about is binging over because mm. Watchmen, Game of Thrones, and his Dark Materials, The Mandalorian. Oh, and the Mandalorian. The, the Mandalorian. Exactly. Exactly. as well, but I've dropped off a little bit. I'm not going to get back into that. But they are shows where you can watch them at your own pace. Everyone's yep. talking about them for a week. Yes. It's, uh, and even though Stranger Things is great, uh, he was mentioning how like Stranger Things came and went. Yes. And it's shows are doing that now, yes. more than ever. Well, yeah. everyone's talking about Mandalorian for six months. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. Not mine, sure. But with, with, with Picard, uh, let me just explain the plot. It picks up uh, 20 years later. Uh, Picard's an old man, uh, Logan-esque. Hanging out in Chateau Picard. Can yeah, I, Chateau Picard. Can I just say, when you first see Picard in this, you know, Picard, my first thought was, hey, it's Charles Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> because mentally... That's your point of reference. Yeah. Not only that, but mentally when I see Picard, I see old, right? So he's, yes. he's a lot younger. Yeah, But even in Next Generation, he looked older. Like, I mean, he was born no. from a young yes, age, yes. so he looks older in that yes, show. Yeah. Whereas you think about it now... It's scary how close in age he probably was to our age yes. when he was in the next uh, generation. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it. Yeah. So that was always my reference, right? Yeah. So so watching so as the episode opens up, um, my first point of reference is hey, yeah. Xavier. Yeah. So he's What's he doing walking around? <laughs> oh, it's nice seeing him again. So he's retired. Mm-hmm. He's now a vintner in Chateau Picard, something we saw uh, back after the Borg episodes of Next Generation when he yep. takes a, a, like an away day. It's a, it's a sabbatical. <laughs> sabbatical. He goes back to visit his family and his estranged brother. Yeah. Uh, but now. He got murdered in Generations, I think. Did they? Yeah, yeah they right. They just killed all his family off screen because so, they wanted some damage for him to deal with. So, so, so this, this, this vintner thing is, an, is, is, is not is, new. Is canon. Yeah. His okay, family. Cool. He had a fam- He had like a brother and their family. They had kids. So the, the Picard name would go on. And it right. was in one of the movies where there was a fire and the whole family had died. So he was the last and he had many kids so he was the last right. was... the only thing they never explained throughout the series is why a Frenchman speaks with such a British accent yeah. and like is he, supposed to be, is he supposed to be French yes, I mean Jean-Luc, Jean-Luc is supposed to be French yeah. <laughs> no I know but he doesn't have to be French no. French to have hey, according to the Jean- show uh, I don't know if those are Romulans or Vulcans who are living in his chateau oh, and they've got, one of them's got an Irish accent so that's, yeah, that's weird true. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah he's he's he he lives with two Romulan helpers. Were they I Romulans? Guess. They call him boss. Yeah. How did you know Romulans? Romulans? Oh, because they they look like Romulans. They're not Vulcans. But they didn't have the big ridges from the TV Vul- Romulans, so they could have oh, been no, Vulcans. No. no, 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 no. I read an interview uh, with the showrunners, mm. and they've changed the look of the Romulans. Apparently. Oh, I, I'm oh. sure. They, I mean, they changed the Klingons, but it's like it's not said in the show they're actually oh, Romulans. No, it's not. Yeah, I you, just you can imply they're refugees. He took in. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So he's living with two people. They call him boss. Uh, they kind of run the vineyard, um, and he gets called in 
uh, for a TV interview, something he's refused to do for many, many years to mm-hmm. talk about the supernova. Um, and he finally agrees because, you know, that is something he's passionate about and mm-hmm. uh, talking about the effects of the supernova. And he gets interviewed by FNN, which used to be Fox News Network in the future. Correct. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gets- with, with the worst journalist ever, right? Yeah. I think I mean, she asks one question. Didn't Ian just set it up? Oh, yeah, Fox, Fox News yeah, Network. Sorry, yeah. yeah, she asks one question before going all gotcha journalism on him. Yeah. And then he kind of loses it Aaron Sorkin style. Mm. I don't think he loses it. I think that's indignant. That's indignant yes. anger. That's, yes. that's, yeah. I'm, yes. I'm with John Luke Picard on this. Yes. And I like the parallels they have between like the Starfleet didn't fulfill its humanitarian mandate and helping people. Instead, it retreated, you know, very much like the U.S. has done in the last, you know, five years. Precisely. I mean, and because and, and this is an interesting, I mean, Star Trek has always been about institutions in some ways like starfleet was Mm. the be all and end all right Mm. the ultimate utopia and so it's really cool what they're doing with the show uh right off the bat they're setting up starfleet as a bunch of political cowards Mm. because one of the things is like star trek is boring if it's just all utopians hanging around all day agreeing with each other and it gets really good when deep space nine does a war arc or discovery's Mm. fighting everybody in the universe or you know you have to come up with some reason drama is conflict so they have had to come up with yeah. reasons to have arguments within Star Trek for years. It used to drive the writers, I think, on Next Generation crazy because mm. they can't, like, we can't have Riker argue with Picard. Right. Because they're too enlightened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would say, no, that's a very good point. I agree with what you're saying, or the other person would change their mind. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. after a while, it gets old every time the external conflict is some new alien. Yeah. Uh, which has similar problems to humans on Earth. Yeah. yeah. But from 100 years ago. Right. Um, but what's great about this is that Picard was always touted as the ultimate Starfleet man mm. throughout Next Generation. Mm. He was the guy who was always by the book. Yeah. You know, and that's why when even when he was turned by the bog, it was such a shock mm. in the series. And here you have him say, I left because Starfleet wasn't Starfleet. Yeah. So it's such a great way to kick off the series because it uses a very old literary trope of taking, you yeah. know, the paragon yeah. of Starfleet and subverting him against yeah, his plus once you become an admiral, you have to be evil in Star Trek, so they have to... <laughs> is that be, a thing? That's a thing. It right? is. Okay, like, cool. no, it's right, seriously, right. admirals, you, they, they get their, their extra little badge, and then they're like, you know, let's destroy everything, or let's kill the Romulans, or let's convert the Borg into our own weapon. I spent my life fighting for these values, but yeah. they've let me down. That's the kind of thing. And also, if you're an admiral, you don't get to go out there and do the cool stuff. So you, that's what Kirk and everything else is like, you got to stay in the chair. Uh... That otherwise, you don't get to do the action adventure stuff. You get to sit right. behind a desk and send someone else out instead. Right, fill up forms. Yeah. Mm. So he now he's a retired admiral. So you know, I think it's like he's like a captain, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a bit of a captain. It's like he's been demoted. Also, also before, before we go on, can I call it now? I think the two people working for him are Talchia. You think so? I think so. A what? Oh, sorry. Um, it's basically the Romulan KGB or the FSB. Um, Romulans have like a secret elite police. Okay. Sure. Wow. Cool. Yeah, so um, I think they might be. Ah, uh, you never know. Keeping an know. eye on Picard. I mean, maybe. Can't trust those Romulans. Yeah, and I think of that we should get into the spoilers and plot, right? He meets a young woman called Daj. We see her in the opening of the episode. No idea how to spell that. Uh, yeah, Daj. Daj. No, I'm not going to try. Yeah. Uh, she's having a drink with her boyfriend. Suddenly, three masked men. Three motorbikes, motorbikes guys. Show up. up. They're just in the helmets, like in yeah. leathers. Beam yes. in, kill the boyfriend two seconds flat. 
And she, moitas, then, she moitas them with a bag over her head. Yeah, yeah. She They keep on going about, has she been activated? Has she been activated? And they put a bag over her head and then she becomes Ninja Girl. Yeah. I really like the fact that these guys are like, speak English. Yes. Because like, they're, wrong. we find out later they're Romulans. Yeah. And it's like, that's a nice little just mm. touch. It's like, you know, where it's, false flag, false flag. Yeah, exactly. It's like the Russian bad guys. It's yeah. like, speak the English. Don't yeah. let them know we're Russian. That's a really bad Russian accent. Mm, I'm sorry. That was terrible. I'm yeah. sorry. So th- this woman seems to be some kind of, Picard thinks she's some kind of android. He jumps to that. Like, it's one of those things where you would think like, it would take longer to find out, but obviously they want to set up more of the show. Mm. So like after she's exploded later on, it's just like, oh yeah, no, she's definitely a robot and she, you, you, there's definitely another one out there. Yes. Kind of, they did that very quickly, mm. the whole um, there's always two things. Yeah, and I, I and we're, we're seeing a lot of that. Like We're seeing it a lot in other shows as well where they move where it, traditionally they would take three episodes, mm. four episodes to for the not necessarily the re- resolution, but just the 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 setup. Ag- setup. But not not only just, but the agreement of set setup, right? Yeah. And everybody's on board and they move on. Like it's it's happening in episode one in a lot of ways now. Which I do like because again we have to check the time on how long it's between like the supposed future of the final episode of Next Generation, which yes. is all good things. Where Picard's like Q is trying to fuck us all up, and there everyone's like, "Oh, you old coot," and they kind of ignore him until he has to convince them. Right. They're just skipping past that segment yeah. altogether, yeah. which I like because it's like it's the same with bring up Stranger Things again, the time to everybody getting together and yes. saying, you know what, things are going south. Yeah. It's getting less and less every yeah. episode because you don't yeah. need that to Not only that, but it become, it's such a trope in TV yeah. that it's a waste of goddamn time. Yeah. And it's Just boring. Yeah. And it's boring. Because right? you as the audience know hey, so much more than everyone on screen. If I saw a weird creepy monster or aliens running around, I'd be onto the phone to everybody say, come over my house. There's something going on. I can tell you about it right now. I'm not going to go, hey, I wonder what that thing is and go off into the woods and disappear for yeah. two episodes. Yeah. And I think also it's completely off, off tangent, but I think it's also down to the fact that these episodes are, the stations and TV channels are doing less episodes. Mm. So yes. they don't have to fill in 23, 13 episodes now. They're doing them in eight, they're doing them in six. And I like it. I like that this it's moving along, right? I mean, Picard is a 10 episode arc mm. as opposed to Star Trek, which used to run for 24 episodes a yeah. season yeah. sometimes, right? Yeah. Uh, of course, it's a very, very different concept. Star Trek was... Uh, begin and end the same way it kind of started. Mm. Television a mystery. Changed. Yes, television I mean, yeah. changed that was, tremendously. That was, I mean, at the time, I think it was a million dollars an episode. That's right. You an awful lot of standing sets. They were, you know, they would do an awful lot of bottle shows where you literally yep. don't leave the sets you have. Correct. And it was just random scripts of the week and everything. Has to, your toys almost always have to be put back in yep. the... In the toy box, box at the end, end for the, for the, so next, the next guy. Yeah. yeah, this is very much we're back again to serialized storytelling. Yeah, yeah. we're back into serialized storytelling, and also we're back again to something that a lot of shows seem to be intent on doing, which is bringing back our old heroes and giving them one last ride. Mm. Uh, some do it better than others. I mean, <clears throat> Star Wars, uh, um, Bad Boys. Oh, bad boys, yeah. Uh, And and of course, this one, uh, it seems to be off to a good start. I mean, I get a lot of Logan feels to it, Mm. right? And I mean that in a very good way because, I mean, I think Picard is a character that we kind of enjoyed watching Mm -hmm. and I think we were all greatly disappointed by his end in Nemesis or how that ended. And the movies in general, I can't remember who said it, was like they kept trying to put a cast that was not suited to action movies and action movies. Right. The Next Generation movies should not have been action movies. They had them, gener- uh, not generations, I keep saying generations, Insurrection has them like running around on the planet of youthful people getting like overpowered by their young feelings from this fountain of youth planet. Right. But like Beverly Crusher is firing a rifle at flying machines and it just looks weird. Right. Like this woman is in her like late 40s, early 50s at that point. Yeah. It's like, 
And, and it's all off the back of the success of First Contact, which yeah. worked as yeah, an right. action movie. But, but then they thought, let's do it again. But it didn't work as an action movie. It worked as Moby Dick that happened to be a yes. little bit of an action right. movie and also happened to be Die Hard on the Enterprise. Correct. And they mash things together and it's like, Picard doesn't want to run around. Let's just put him in ducts. Yeah. This is not, you don't, you don't have to run very far. Right. And I like that the, he meets his greatest enemy in this TV show, A Flight of Stairs. <laughs> like, he's an old man. I like that. She's yeah. like, come on, let's, the, 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 she's like, come on, let's yeah. go. And he's like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I also say though, it feels in many ways like Patrick Stewart has to act older. <laughs> like I see Patrick Stewart, I'm like he's 79 years old mm. and he still looks great. Yeah. He defines the word movie, spry. Yeah, and yeah. this movie, it feels like he has to act like an older man than he is, which is great. <laughs> but watching this, I think it sets up the mysteries really well. I was really worried because you know Star Trek Discovery started anew, right? So whatever fan service you got was just like homages and allusions yeah. to the well, past. Well, you have to get the whole like, well, we're going to put a fan character into, we're going to put Christopher Pike into it, and make everyone right. love him for the. Is it the second or second third season? Second season, second oh. season yeah. Right. Yeah, geez, I think their third season's coming, right? Third season's coming I get soon. Confused. Right. They did, I know, no, but, they did plenty of uh, little no, no, but at least they things. waited for the second season for that, right? Yeah. I mean, when they started fresh, it was all new characters. Mm. With Picard, my concern was. One, they would either make it completely inaccessible to new people uh-huh. or they would fill it with so much exposition in the first episode that it would just get bogged down for the rest of us. Mm. And they didn't. Like, no. As a new person, I can confirm this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're right, because I, ve- I have a passing knowledge of, of Picard and, its, and, and his original adventures. I like the way this has started because this is... For people who just know the name Jean-Luc Picard, people who know the name Patrick Stewart, people who know he was in a show called Star Trek, but have no knowledge of just how deep it goes. So what did you think of all the stuff with Data? Do you know who Data is and what's I know, going on there? I know the Data stuff. Yeah. I didn't know the relationship was that tight. Yeah. Like, I get that, right? Like, right. That's a, I like that way of describing it. Yeah, tight. Picard and Data, it was tight. It was tight. It was tight. Michael Peña said That's something they developed over the movies where right. it ended up becoming about like how it was about Spock and Kirk. Right. It ended up becoming about Picard and Data. They were right. just that the closest. Became, that yeah. how it came through. Yeah, so I didn't know that at all. So, But the first episode does give you enough to show that, that obviously there was a relationship there. You Obviously, you need to know you know Data as a character mm-hmm. having been on the ship with Picard and all that. But you... Getting past that, you're like, okay, these guys are really close friends. And I get that and I'm, I'm completely on board. And all it took was one throwaway line for Picard to just say, he sacrificed his life for me. And, yeah. you know, the way uh, no. Patrick Stewart delivers that so, line. Oh yeah, but even, just from the other flip side, yeah. as a fan, yeah. I'm watching Data and Picard play cards in oh. 10 forward on oh, Enterprise no. D. Yeah. And I'm like, because it's like the last scene of All Good Things is like Picard has always been separate from his crew a little bit. Right. He has maintained this distance. Right, right. And at the end of it, he's like, after working across three time periods to save all of creation as we know it, yeah. with you and sure. everything else, he decides to join. Like they, I think they talk about it numerous times. He never joins us playing cards. Yeah. Like, well, he yeah. he's not that kind of guy. It's not, mm-hmm. He's not an asshole. Mm-hmm. He just that's, he just likes to keep yeah. He's the captain, and right? And he joins them and he's like, Captain's choice. And they deal. So just to see them playing cards... You're like yeah. straight away. Okay, that's for me. Mm. You, don't, you don't give it up. You just like it's a thing to show their oh, friends. No, like but for, like for me, it's like cards, nice. And then it's like that's ten forward. That, that is yeah. ten forward. Like, like for me, it was the end of that when he says, "I don't," you know, "I don't we, want the game." To I end. don't want the game to end. I was like, I was like, "Ooh, that's that's really emotional. That's a really strong emotional beat." Mm. Yeah, and the painting as well. So that we, there's a scene where Data is painting a picture, and he says, "Would you like to finish it?" And it's like, "Finish the adventure." It's like it's the call to action, the right. hero's journey again. Oh, really? Is that what? Is that what? That was. That's what I thought. It's like, would you like to finish it? Finish yeah. the story. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, what's interesting, of course, is when Patrick Stewart agreed to do the series, mm. I think one of his conditions was that... When I'm walking around and I use my mind powers and all her clothes just fall off. <laughs> okay. Remember, have you seen that scene in Extras? No. The, uh, the, the what's his name? Uh, Brent. David Brent. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais show where he's an extra. And yes, he's like yeah, hanging yeah. out with Patrick Stewart. Okay. And Patrick Stewart is like pitching this idea of a script. And it's always... So I'm like my, my, my character, Professor X from the X-Men movies. But I'm cycling along and a woman comes past me and I look at her and then all her clothes just fall off. And I see everything. And he just does that over and, and over, over again. again. It's like the whole gag <laughs> yeah. is Patrick Stewart is a perp. Well, I think he's got a yo- youngish wife. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I think so. Good for him. Yeah, no, completely, totally. <laughs> One of Patrick Stewart's conditions when making this was, because uh, he really didn't want to do it. Because mm. he said, you know, I'm done with the character. Oh, I'm really? really happy with okay. how everything went and I'm finished with it. Uh, and then apparently they gave him like a 34-page treatment and he got really excited about it. And one of his conditions was, he said, don't do unnecessary fan service in the sense yeah. that if any character had to come back, like Brent Spiner or Jonathan Frakes or Myrna Sirtis, um, make sure they're absolutely crucial to the story. Yeah. And I think that was his only condition. And so... Even and then they have... set up a scene where he walks into the room of fan service. Yes, I know, I know, <laughs> no, I know. But I think it was plot worthy. I no, it was it. plot yeah, worthy. I, I, no, but for me, I think I, I, I really, it really felt like a joke. Yeah. Right. Like you. So he goes to he goes to his like his quantum encrypted locker at Starfleet because you get a key, when you retire when you get to admiral status you get a, a storage locker and you, get, key, you get a gold watch and a storage in locker. the Starfleet museum by the way it's yeah. not in some corner no. somewhere no it's no in the museum but no, no one no, can no. get into so yeah. it's probably a really good place for hiding drugs uh, they said true. it was the Starfleet archives yeah oh is it the archives yeah, yeah. sorry because I, I and that's why that. the little uh, the little index thing joked would you like us to sell tickets yeah, yeah. right yeah. and yeah. It, but it was like there's a model of the stargazer which I think he had from his ready room in certain points there's a there's a huge I mean, I think it is actually like the actual model, maybe, they use of the Enterprise D, the one mm. they use for the motion capture, because it's right. the right, right size. Yeah. It's on the wall, like, sitting up. There's the oh. Picard Day banner. I'm sure after There's the back a of- list that he uses, I think, when he's fighting Worf in oh, the there? training. Uh, uh, I think that's thing when Worf was coming there is a knife. age I saw or something the knife weird. Thing as well. Yeah. Under it, there's like this big battle. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah. that, that there's more to that scene. I want to go back and freeze frame that. But just, just watching like, those, frame frame. Frame. and the captain's yacht was the one where they drove the when they first got B4, right? It was it Nemesis? Beginning of Nemesis. Wasn't the beginning it? of Nemesis, the captain's yes. yacht, which is the smaller shuttlecraft that he gets to, to fly around in. They yeah. drive the truck into the back of it. You know, he has a captain's truck as well. The right. other thing that this show does is it actually completely, uh, I guess, seals the deal with regards to what happened to Data and B4. Mm. So at the end of Nemesis, we felt there was a bit of a cop-out because Data dies. He sacrifices his life. Mm. And in typical studio fashion they kind of said oh look here is another sub android where he magically transferred all his information to but in this show they make it very clear so it might not take but at the end of the movie he's singing the song that data was singing earlier yeah Yeah, but at the end of this series uh, or this episode we kind of realized that the data transfer didn't take yeah, the data oh. transfer didn't take. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, apparently it didn't take. Yeah. Apparently the positronic matrix was too much for right. B4 to handle. Mm. And now he's just uh, parts in a box. Because Brent Spiner has said, he, he's, he's aging. He's aging. <laughs> he said this 10, 15 years ago. He's yeah. like, I can't play data forever because he's supposed to be an ageless android. I'm getting doughy in my old age. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, you're just getting old. The, the, the rigors of age hey, man. act on you. You know, and, uh, they can do stuff with CG nowadays. Uh, apparently they, they did. Oh, yeah. really? Apparently they did. They did use some of the de-aging technology to bring back data. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I did like as well that they brought him back. Like he's wearing a Nemesis or movie uniform at the beginning card game and then he's wearing a TV sh- a uniform later on. And so is uh, Picard. And Picard's wearing like his casual uh, archaeology gear as well, I think, yeah. at the beginning. Like, Wait. Just, 
What, he has casual archaeology. Yes. Oh, he's an archaeologist. Yeah, I think cool. I, I I wasn't sure when he wakes up on the couch as well. I wasn't sure if it was one of those um little statues from Risa. Oh, when um, he the, goes off and like meets it. the love of his life. Yeah, because there's the the Rice is the pre- pleasure planet. You've heard of that one, right? No. There's a pleasure planet. That's it's a like pleasure a holiday. Planet. It's a planet. It's a holiday planet. Okay, cool. It's like Bali in yeah. space. Stop, stop. Exactly. Bali. It's literally Bali in space. Like stop when calling Warp, it pleasure planet. Yeah, when Warp goes there, <laughs> that sounds like a different movie altogether. Yeah, no, but it is. They have these statues that you give that one that that's basically like space Tinder. Sure. <laughs> basically, right? Yeah. If, if you, you give, give someone, someone a statue, it means hey, let's hook up. And when Warp goes there, he has such a bad time. He sabotages the weather system. <laughs> that's Deep Space Nine though so never mind I've but lost I'm, yeah, Picard okay. had one of those uh, statues when he went there he was forced to go on all that kind of thing and so I think it was like a, it was like they redesigned it slightly but there was something tall that looked very like it in the background okay, okay. that's the kind of thing he would keep around right right to remind him of better times better times yeah okay okay so <laughs> sorry jumping all over I know I know where are we okay 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 so uh, he meets Daj uh, after he goes to his archives and he realizes that you know there is a painting mm. And the painting that Data did looks exactly like this girl that shows up in his vineyard. Mm. Uh, and, and the painting is called Daughter. And the painting is called Daughter. Uh, of course, Dash shows up because we she too realizes that she has special abilities. I know things now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She can track people exactly. And uh, there is a there is a. There's a there's a beautiful moment between Picard and Dash where they sit down and he kind of explains to her that you may not be human, but that's not a bad thing. He talks her out of spiraling. Yeah. She's literally spiraling and he's like, no, that memory, like you may, it might be, she's having the recollection of a false memory and he's like, no, but that memory is yours, a treasure forever, but you might be something different. Yeah. Like it's you a might really be good way of handling yes. someone who's like yeah. almost suicidal. Yeah. yeah. And can I just say, just completely randomly, I forget how good Patrick Stewart is in the close up. Mm. You oh. know, that, not, I mean, you can be a good actor, but in that close up, yeah. when you're, the camera's, your, your face literally fills that frame. Patrick Stewart's just up there, one of the best. His emotional reactions during delivering that line, right? He just goes, that's a beautiful memory. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yours. And you just go like, yes, Patrick Stewart, that is a beautiful memory. <laughs> no, and the way he goes, you know, if you are who I think you are, then you mean something. Even more. That you're, you're, you're more special to yeah. me than you are. The man that you might be related to with nothing but meaning and courage, I think, is the one yeah. he says. Which is, again, there's just an awful lot of really nice lines in this. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 then, and then cut to... Chase action sequence with Patrick Stewart trying to run up some stairs. Yeah, and and then trans- and, and people has- transport. One guy's like transporting as he's falling, so I guess he lands on the transporter pad and it's like, "Ow, send me back!" Because <laughs> again, the biker, the biker yeah. helmet Vulcans are back. Yeah, can I Romulans? Also, Romulans. Yeah, can I also just say it took me a while. It uh, again, not a guy who's freak, who who's frequent in this universe, but I'm immediately thinking to myself, "Oh yeah, of course she can get from France." To, uh, to from Paris, uh, from France to San Francisco. Yeah, they have transporters. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and there's a shot in the trailer that I haven't we haven't seen yet. There is a shot that people were complaining about in the, tra- in the trailers where it's just like a load of arches and people are just walking in and out of them. Right, and it's like it knows where you go, but I feel you just put it on your Apple Watch or your whatever. Probably, yeah, and just yeah. automatically yeah. sticks you in a book. Yeah, go. people were complaining because I think one, two extras walked in and out of one at the same time. Oh, uh, so like they were afraid of Brundlefly. Uh, kind of right, 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 right. Yeah, you arrive, yeah. In, you arrive in the other end. It's like ah, but uh, they'll show that I think later, or yeah. else they just cut it. From no, because yeah, it it again, it's not a big deal, mm. but it was you know I had to get into the zone. Yeah. Right? I had to get into this world, and that 
just it, 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 yeah, it was a bit, just yeah. the backwater. You can just hop around, no problem. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> just go to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, within Earth is fine. I think it's only in deep space that transportation becomes an issue. Yeah, yeah because except you in Jade Runs first week, you can fucking mm. do that as well. When you've been at a comic run, it's been a minute. Anyway, <laughs> uh, where were we, Omar? Oh no, we were. Uh, yes, yeah, so Daj has to face off these Romulans, and then she dies. Yeah, <laughs> it was like we. Well, we never see a body though. We never see a body though. Question. She gets incinerated, dude. Yeah, I don't, don't know. Do There's an explosion. <laughs> Question. What was with the spitting thing? The witch? The spitting thing. Oh, I think that was like, like a, a poison pill. Yeah, like a poison pill. Mm. Okay. Because so, remember they said that because they kind of covered that because it's like there's bodies everywhere and then one guy falls over and gets transported away. It's like, did they just forget about his buddies? And then this other guy has like spits acid and it's like, yeah. what? But when the, 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 friendly, no, no. the friendly Romans later are like, oh, we just found you near an explosion. Mm. Like they... they believe him but like there's no evidence that anything else happened yeah which is like you know cool that's interesting they were like covering their asses yeah no i was just wondering if that was like a romulan no they don't usually they don't usually spit spit venom no okay cool just Um, checking but yeah phasers will explode if you don't handle them correctly sure yeah they're they're always anytime anything you're stuck behind anything you just set your phaser to overload and throw it over there oh cool yeah cool but you know awkward dangerous yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) i also like the the romulan's gun thing the double barrel. Oh, yeah, the one from Halo. <laughs> they yeah. Have, they literally hey. have the plasma rifle from Halo. Yeah, you're <laughs> it's right. The over and under thing. Ah. It's kind of cool. I, I, I like the over and under thing. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Okay. And how, how odd is it? We're like watching a Star Trek show and there's no spaceships in this episode at all. I was just going to say, you're about 30 minutes in and you realize all of this is on Earth. All of this is focusing entirely on conversations between two or three characters. Mm-hmm. There are no space battles yet. sitting down for a lot of, a lot of them. He's sitting down for a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. And yet it's still compelling Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Which is very, very cool. Yeah. So Dodge dies and Picard realizes he needs to go to the Daystrom Institute. Mm-hmm. And he talks to Alison Pill. And he talks to Alison Pill, who is fantastic in everything she does. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, a moment again where it looks like there's going to be like, oh, this old coot is bothering me. And she's like, oh, no, I'm exactly the person you want to talk to. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to fill you in all the exposition. Is, like, that, yeah. is, there, is, that a, is that a Star Trek thing? A Daystrom interview? No, yes. no. Yeah, one. But yeah. also this idea that whoever's looking for whoever is always finding the right guy immediately. Yeah, not really. I just had a curiosity. Not like a, but the yeah. nice like every time they mentioned that was nice because they would mention that a lot on like mm. you know someone's bona fides when they turn up. It's never like they were a Cambridge rocks where it's like oh they come from the day Oh okay, oh, right. Just come on board and do your right, thing. Right, right. So smart. that's yeah. that's the that's the MIT thing. Yeah, okay, cool. kind of. Also, yeah. Dodge as a character was accepted into the Daystrom Institute yeah. to study artificial intelligence. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But they yeah. multiple times before they went there. It was kind of cool. I didn't, know, I didn't realize it was Okinawa all this time. Uh, yeah, I know. I didn't know it was in Okinawa. But Elson Pill is. Dr. Girati, who is an expert in synthetics, um, and she explains, you know, uh, what happened after this attack on Mars, which we see in one of the Star Trek shorts. Yeah. Uh, So there's a little bit of a tie in there. Apparently, a group of rogue synths went crazy, and nobody knows why. Off the shoulders of Orion, there were sea beams that were attacking a tannhauser game. (laughs) What? It's like Blade Runner, dude. It's like Blade Runner, dude. <laughs> <Cool>. Synthetics. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I was like, wait, they call them that here no. too? No, okay, cool. <laughs> but it, it, but... And nobody knows why, 20 yeah. years later. And I guess that's one of the overarching mysteries that we're going to find out. Mm. But, but at the Daystrom Institute, we get the deepest cut of all, Dr. Bruce Maddox, which Agnes Girati mentions. Uh, Bruce Maddox is the doctor 
from Measure of a Man, which is a Next Generation episode. Okay. And he's the guy who had conflict with Data because he didn't believe an android should be allowed into Starfleet Academy. He wanted to like take him apart and see how he worked. That's right. That's the guy. Oh, okay. I didn't but, get that at all. The name was like, I didn't... Yeah, so Maddox um, and Data, despite their past conflict, actually had a long-running relationship as oh. well. And so Maddox wanted to continue the work of uh, Dr. Noonien Singh. Who created right? Who created data. data. Yeah. Because he was the only guy who cracked the code. Mm. Right. And that's made very clear. They're like, oh, there's never been an Android like Data. Mm. Right. And right. there never will be. Yeah. And well. Because it's upon a positronic neural net is the, the key to his intelligence. Right. intelligence. You have to do that. Apparently. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, you, didn't, you don't need to know any of that. But yeah, that yeah, was no. probably the yeah. deepest cut. Right. Because yeah. when I heard that name, I was like, huh? But it is interesting. <laughs> it's something that like Star Trek... I mean, maybe in the original series, but like with Next Generation with Data, like they didn't do the, the the evil robots thing. And in this, it's probably not evil robots. They're probably attacking for some reason, like this idea of synths Mm-mm. and what's their outlaw yeah. and everything else. Like that's something Star Trek hasn't really dabbled with. I no. mean, there was, there's, there was the eugenic wars, which we're apparently in the middle of right now. In our time. Right now, right now, yeah. The eugenics wars in 2000, from 1997 till the early 2030s or something like that. Oh, cool, cool, yeah, cool. No, cool, that's cool, when Kan cool, Noonien Singh destroyed the world, you know, cool, from, cool, cool, when cool, Ricardo cool. Multivan was king of the earth. Cool, 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 cool. So, um, you know, there was a whole thing about eugenics, you know, no right. perfect people. Right. Um, but they haven't really done it with the androids. So it's, it's going a little, skewing a little bastard galactica. And I'm sure those sins are just misunderstood. It's also the first time they're calling them sins. Yeah. They've always mm. just called them androids. Mm. Or at mm. least data has been called an android. So that's quite interesting as well to see where they're going with that. It's more derogatory. Yeah. <laughs> so um, while all of this is happening, um, of course, uh, Alison Peel's character, Gerardi, explains that it is possible if Maddox cracked the code mm-hmm. that he would have created this human-like android, human on the inside and outside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that they always get cloned in pairs. Or yeah, it's a, a neural MacGuffin cloning. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's sure. all we need to know. That's yeah. all we need to know. If they found one of Data's positronic jobbies. Which they could have gotten from before. Yeah. Right? Or they could have gotten from the wreckage of uh, Tom Hardy's spaceship and Nemesis. That's right. Sure. Entirely possible. You knew, you knew Tom Hardy was in Nemesis, yes, right? Yes, yeah, I yeah. That's yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm amazed at that on a regular basis. No. I forget about it. I'm like, yeah. I forget yeah. at the amount of makeup on his face. Yeah, it's makeup yes. like Patrick Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> yes, because he was playing a younger Patrick like Stewart. Like a clone, a clone, clone young, of Patrick yeah. Stewart, yes, right? Yes, I Which know I, that. I think might come back somewhere. I don't Hopefully. know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And Patrick Stewart goes, wait, Dodge may be dead. But there is a twin. Yeah. Thus the mystery begins. Hmm. Yes. Uh, the episode ends inside a, a Romulan bald reclamation cube. Yeah, it's a Romulan reclamation facility. And you're like, what is this? What's going what on? Are what they are they reclaiming? reclaiming? And then, like, I was wondering where they're doing the pull-up because you could see Borg alcoves in the background. Yeah. And then it's like, no, it's just a cube. It's just a cube. Yeah. Those yeah. Romulans, they want some crazy Borg tech for some reason. Right. Which always ends well. <laughs> so I just gather like. The Romulans are just like the sta- the Star Trek's version of Russians. They're Used always, to be. They're but, always down to trouble. I think they're doing something interesting where they're kind of because now they're homeless. Yeah, like yes. they're, they they always it was the Romulan Star Empire, and now the I mean the they always had two planets in the in the, the warp. There was a, their logo was a big bird with two planets. Yes. Yeah. But like they did a stupid thing with that in first. In, Nemesis. Why am I getting these confused? Nemesis, where like the Romulan, the Romulans were the one we knew, and the yep. the, the Remans, Remans were like weird lizard-looking people. Okay, they were like an underclass, so it's kind of weird. Okay. But those okay. idea of like Romulus and Remus are the twin planets of the Romulus. Yeah, yep. But you know, it's an empire of millions of millions of people. 
this place now because they were an empire, you know, but now their home is gone. It's kind yeah. of similar to where the Klingons could have ended up after Star Trek VI if they hadn't joined the Federation or hadn't helped, you know, had help from the Federation. Okay. So this idea yeah. of a whole load of kind of xenophobic, super suspicious, crazy aliens with no home, like what's going to yeah. drive them and yeah. what are they up to on this Borg stuff? Yes. And what are these sins going to do? They're like refugees. Yeah. <laughs> because because Metaphor. because the US didn't do enough. I mean, exactly. the Starfleet didn't do Starfleet enough. Didn't do enough. <laughs> Although I I mean the con- I wouldn't say that's a concern, but now the question is are they going to play down the the route of the immigrant being bad guys? I hope, I, not. I, I hope not. I hope not because if you look at like CBS All Access, if you look at what they're doing with the good fight, yeah. which is just like throwing rocks at Trump and yep. the conservatives at all times, and I don't think and it's been rewarded for it. Right? I think it keeps going. Yeah, yeah, it keeps um, going. I didn't. We had a, I had the news item for one of the other podcasts where it was something about CBS All Access's numbers are fine. They're quite happy with. They're them. really good. Yeah, yeah. So there's space for this, and I think with the short treks we'll talk about it some other time I think like they have space to play in I mm. think it's something that Star Wars probably needs is those areas to actually they can play in these small things yep. try things out they can do comedy episodes animated episodes other things Yep. Discovery can do the space adventuring and now they can do they're going beyond everything we know they've done a pre they've started with a prequel to make it seem less risk risky mm-hmm. but now the end of Discovery Discovery's thrown past anything we've ever seen yes. in Star Trek yep. which is basically Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda but like that should be cool yeah. Yeah. you know what happens to the Klingons in the thousand years or yeah. whatever like that this is the perfect space to do a show with that says something mm, that yeah. actually is about something that is a, you know that you know it's withholding like the, the Discovery is a little bit of that of like sacrificing yourself for the greater good and all that stuff but this can also be about politics in a utopian society the interesting things like with those Ian M. Banks culture books is like what happens on the edge between that utopian society and the rest of the universe right. because right. you can live in New Orleans and you know peel potatoes like Ben Sisko did yeah. for an entire episode of Deep Space Nine uh-huh. when he just like shit got too real and he just hung out in New Orleans and sure. just like peel potatoes to sort his mind out not everyone can do that and yeah. if you add this post scarcity fantastic uber utopia yep. what is your responsibility to other people but also star trek often ran in contrast with all of the other science fiction shows mm. i mean even when we look at uh, something like oof what am i thinking what, what what's a oh look at the expanse for example mm. right there's so much of a focus Careful on now. No, Choose no, your no. words carefully. I, I, I'm not dissing it. I love the expanse. But, <laughs> but, the expanse but, 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 but the expanse, like a lot of other science fiction shows, has a, a, such a focus on dystopia. Star Trek was always the opposite, right? Star Trek was always about utopia yeah, yeah. and all of the problems there. Yeah. The, the think, expanse is focusing on that, like the, the, the tech won't save us because, correct. We, yes, we'll, we'll colonize Mars and we'll have uh, colonies in the the asteroid belt. But the fact is, after 100 years, they will all be separate political ent- entities and they will mm. all have their own wants and desires and yeah. they will all fight. Right. Meanwhile, Disco um, leans more towards action and adventure. Yeah. And I think what Picard does is and it's go back... getting there. Like they it's were, getting there, They were yeah. having the Klingon war and like, what would you do if, if it, it comes up to Picard said, like he left Starfleet because it wasn't, it had stopped becoming Starfleet. Right. That, there's that thing, like I think they mentioned it in the original disco as well, or I mentioned in other series as well. It's so, like we're supposed to be explorers. Yeah. Yeah. We're not supposed to be like a Navy. Yeah. 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 Um, and in that last episode of disco season one, there's that speech about Star, Starfleet, what Starfleet means, yeah. right? Um, and I think what Picard does is go back to the core tenets of what Roddenberry wanted to do with Star Trek and also the next generation. Uh, which was about holding up a mirror to human society, yeah. but mm. using 
the far flung future, future yeah. using science fiction tropes using utopian visions to do it and it seems like a natural progression as well to what we would expect of the show in 2020 cuz yeah. i think if we had the next generation now we kind of roll our eyes maybe a little mm. bit yeah. and be it looks like they live in a hotel it, right yeah <laughs> yeah um oh actually no speaking about the way it looks my god it's beautifully shot oh the show yeah yes oh Picard looks I mean that's the problem you go back and watch the episode there's like there's like we're just going to have a handheld uh, shot where he's just yeah. sitting with his dog drinking some wine yeah yeah and that's just like just the sun is beautifully yeah. in the background Picard's like life sorry Patrick Stewart is like yeah so I think I think another take of me sitting in the sun having some wine would be good <laughs> yeah I think and and for me that's that's I wouldn't say it's a concern but I wonder how if they'll be able to keep that going if they end up in space mm. because here obviously there's a depth of field thing there's a there's a sun setting in the distance over mountains thing that mm. you can pull off whereas when you're in space it's sun you're in a ship. but they do that at the beginning of this where they have yeah. like a lot of um, a little sun flare a little light flares yeah. and light glares yeah they have then, like yeah. some nice space stuff and i think they can do that they've shown they can do that in discovery where like yeah, space is full of like, beautiful stuff all the time yeah so i think they can pull that off it'd be and i think you know trailer show he'll get a ship at some point it's a weird looking ship because this looks like a corridor so i don't know that's that corridor so they can have something in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While he drinks wine at the table in the, for, in the foreground in the future. In space. <laughs> so, I, yeah, some of the things I really liked, um, there's, there's a kind of a, like Picard having dreams, there's a, there's a precursor to this in that I think it was in First Contact again where he has a nightmare and it like gets up and goes to the bathroom and there's like a Borg thing comes out of his face. So this okay. idea like it's tied because he was right. a Borg, you know. Yeah. So this like this tie to Borg to to the to the Borg that he has this connection he has, and I think it's interesting that when Data is playing cards, and he puts down five queens. Yeah, I was gonna. So I think I was like, that's gonna play off. Five yeah. queens of hearts. Yeah. Was yeah. It all hearts. Was I think it? they were all, all hearts. hearts. Yeah. yeah. So like I mean, queen, you obviously think Borg queen. Yeah. Um, I don't care what Voyager did with the Borg. I I pres- they got back. They got back to Earth at some point and wiped out like a lot of the Borg, right? I thought I thought Janeway killed all of them. Right. That's what Voyager did. I wish she all of her like crew. That. I wish she killed all of her crew. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I still I still I have to Paris. recommend I have to recommend again if you haven't already have a look at Carl in Space on Twitter. He has been rewatching them all and he just ran out of D Space Nine and so everyone's commiserating because he's another three seasons of these of he was watching them in like broadcast order. Right. So now D Space Nine is finished. He's got nothing but Voyager to go until he hits Enterprise. So I, I pity his soul, but it is like you just seeing all those squandered opportunities of Voyager over and right. over and over again. And then they made the Borg from terrifying implacable enemies into easily beaten dogs every week. Oh, and then allies. And yeah. then eventually, I think Janeway from the future came back and helped them beat, use the Borg fucking highway, the, auto, the Borg re- autobahn to yeah. get home. And as a what? result of that, they were also able to kill loads of Borg. So, okay. Are there no more Borgs? Are there an That's what I'm trying to remember. And okay. I don't want to remember I, I, Voyager. Okay, I, so it's I, I too painful. I can't remember either. I remember those last episodes just being like, what? Yeah. Right. I mean, Voyager, literally, at the end of every season, they would have a cliffhanger and they would always tease an enemy more powerful than the Borg. And I'm just like, really? Another one? Come and they, on. And they did a couple of two, two-parters, which were like the writers trying to show like, this is what we could be, for yes. God's sake. There's like an episode called the, a two-parter, I think called a two or three-parter called The Year of Hell, okay. where this guy with a time ship is trying to eliminate them from the timeline because yeah. he's trying to make a perfect timeline where his he made he did he did a time travel boo-boo and wiped out his family. Right. So he's trying to fix time by eliminating all these planets and, right. and influences see we, to see if he can get back. Get back. Yeah. And, those and as episodes a result, take there's place a whole over year. year where like Voyagers beat the fuck up, people die, 
the ship is fucked over. They start integrating like stealing technology and putting on, you know, trying to fight back. Right. And at the end, the time ship's destroyed, so everything resets to normal. It's just the worst. And then uh, the, the recent one that Carolyn Space was, talk, was looking at was Equinox, which is they run into another crew that were also stranded in the Delta Quadrant. Uh-huh. But it's a smaller ship, but they've gotten further because they're basically burning these intelligent life forms because they make them go fast. And it's like they are the like. Oh, that's some deep shit. Yeah. So they're a darker <laughs> mirror, and uh, you know, and there's a whole load of the captain going like, "Wow, yeah, I mean, coffee. You guys have showers, and it's nice to see bulkheads that aren't destroyed and open to space. You know, it's like really driving Ooh. home the fact that like you live in a fucking hotel, man. Like you guys have a good, right? And you're just farting around doing nothing. And I, I should probably just write about this. I watched the first episode of Voyager on a smuggled VHS tape from the US. And was like, this show has a lot of potential. I did the same. It was a smuggled VHS tape from the UK. Yeah. And was it the same smuggled? Could have been. Maybe. Maybe. One tape going around the world. Just going around the world. And it blew me away. Yeah. And it's like there's so much potential here. There's like a Starfleet crew and like a Maquis terrorist crew, and they're gonna have to work together. And like, what compromises will they make on the way home? And what hard decisions? The answer is no compromises. No hard decisions. (laughs) Everything is good. Jolly good, carry on. Moving yeah. on. Because you're like, you know, can they still stick to the prime directive when they're out there by themselves in the wilderness? No, yeah, it's fine. Eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah. yeah. No. So I like the Five Queens thing. I like the, I like the, 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 the uniforms flashbacks because we don't have them. I don't, I don't know what the uniforms are going to be. There's one guy walking around like a Deep Space Nine. Yeah. In, in, in San Francisco, he's wearing like a Deep Space Nine overalls outfit. They sure. Kind of a kind of... They were a bit more like roll your sleeves up style. Okay. With like an undershirt. Yeah. But they should have new uniforms. They probably should have new uniforms. But the movie ones were more chunky and, dare I say, expensive. Yes. <laughs> so they're right. going to do it at TV yeah. budget. Um, I don't know. I mean, I like the Discovery uniforms. I quite like the fact that it was very, very character driven. And mm. I think that's going to be a core tenet of this show, mm. which is something that. You know, disco wasn't mm. to a certain extent. I mean, sure, it was based around Michael Burnham, but but I think the second season really. I mean, yes. I've, I've forgotten so much about it now. I, to, I would like to rewatch, but nobody got time yeah. for that. No, yeah. But like the second season, they started building the crew. Yes, they, they started did. getting like the, it wasn't just the crazy red-haired lady with the metal thing on her. Correct, she had a name. I can't season, remember right now, but she had a name. Sure. Oh, well, at the end of the first season was the only time we get to hear some of their names, right? Remember? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they tried to do it in the second season, but this one, right off the bat, I think there's a heavy focus on. Picard, um, his two helpers. His Irish Vulcan. His Irish Vulcan or Romulan, who knows. Um, and I guess all of the supporting characters, right? Yep. They, they're immediately set up as important players. Mm. So you mm. know these people are going to carry through the series, which is great. I, I, I agree with you. I think there's a... I, I mean, for me, it's just... I want to see just Patrick Stewart. I, <laughs> I, I kind of don't want to... I don't care about anybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't want to... Like at the end, there's a board cube and and other people are there. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we just leave them alone? I just want to give. I just want to be yeah. pick up because I want to see this unravel through his eyes, right? I want to follow. You, through you'd be quite happy if it was just him meeting like wine suppliers and say, trying to sell his wine <laughs> oh, no, and like I, going I to that. talking to the people in the yeah, shop around the yeah, corner yeah. Like, when he's getting dog food. I, like I'd watch the Picard show before Picard. Yeah. Where it's just Picard just bumbling around a vintner, drinking too much. With a laugh track. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Learning how to make wine. Yeah. Stomping on grapes Stomping like on I love grapes. Lucy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then it's like the day he first gets number one. And yeah. it's just like that moment. He's a puppy. Oh, I'd love that show. Yeah. Number one, we have that. mentioned we, number one, I mean, isn't the trailer, it's number one is the dog. Number one is the dog. dog. I, I laughed at that. Because the, yeah. the, the episode, it's very early in the episode and he wakes up 
the dog shows up and he goes, oh, number one. <laughs> and, it, and it was a little, bringing back to like, he's supposed to be French. Like they have him speaking French. It's like, because he don't, he rarely did that on a TV show. He rarely right? did. So yeah. it's like, it was nice to have him. And I could tell yeah. the dog, like, come on now, you speak French. You've learned. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just, I just looked it up. Apparently Picard's a place in France. It's a village and it's a language called oh. Picard. Hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, cool. What do you know? Anyway. But yeah. zero, zero instances of the flute. I, I hope to see the Picard's flute at some point in the future. Um, do you want to see him play it? Or do you just want like in the background on uh, a mantelpiece? The background's fine. Maybe just stare at it wistfully. <laughs> Remembrance of days past. Yeah. I mean, when the, when, the, when the Star Trek exhibit was here, I mean, I, they had like his ready room yes. set up and they had the flute on the they desk. They had the flute. Oh, wow. It was just, I couldn't, there was a little hole. I couldn't get my fingers just on it it was so it was maddening but if you haven't seen it's the episode called The Inner Light where he gets zapped by a satellite and he lives like an entire lifetime on this other culture that was they knew they were going to get wiped out and they sent out this, this satellite to basically download their lives into someone yeah. else's head so yeah. he lives an entire life has a family and children and learns to play the flute and all that's, all that's inside the spaceship is the memories and the flute so at the end of it is like and they all died see like and that was it's a cool episode those are the episodes of Star Trek that I want to watch yeah that's the it's those really was sort it, of humane self-contained ones who did we have to give the, the, the Doctor Who list to was that me oh, that was, was you as well yeah oh, okay so we can do that again we can do we can do a Star Trek list I don't know. Yeah. so I think actually all we should, we, if, you, if you want to go to goggler.my that's goggler.my forward slash contact send us your list of what episodes you think Picard should but here should watch. <laughs> I think Ooh. he's seen them all. This, the, who, him? Picard. Oh, Picard's Picard, seen them all. Picard's seen, seen them all, yeah. Um, it, which episodes he should watch for Picard? Okay, so I think Inner Light is definitely one. Is Tapestry the No, which is the one he goes home after the book? The Best of All Worlds 1 and 2, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, measure of a man I think for the data connection and the sure. Maddox connection yeah. mm-hmm. uh, 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 I mean the I ultimate Borg, I Borg if you want to get because Hugh's going to turn up at some I point I think Hugh's going to turn up so I, I think I think this show is kind of putting together the Picard's greatest hits for like one final lap right so I think we'll see his connection to the Borg I think we'll see his connection to data mm-hmm. I think all of that's going to come into play uh, also the Romulans because you know he had a lot of contact with the Romulans. Right. Yeah. Um, he did. He also mind, got he did, AJ off. Picard did mind meld with uh, Spock's dad, Sarek, because he yes. was having. Um, That's right. He was having space Alzheimer's, and he needed help to um, do a negotiation. Okay. And then later, Picard shared that with Spock, and then they were trying to get the Romulans to reunify with the Vulcans because they were originally one. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Spock's in this? No, he was in the uh, the TV show. So unification, reunification, unification parts one and two are the episodes you want to watch there. Cool, 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 cool. cool. just roll off There's my brain. There's just a lot cool, cool, cool. of stuff you need to watch. I haven't thought about <laughs> the next generation this much in a long time. No, I need to go have a lie down. Neither have I. Like Picard, <laughs> have a glass of red wine, Chateau Picard and have a lie down and think about what I've Can done. Can I just say, if there isn't a tie-in wine... I think there is. Missed opportunity. There is. Missed is there a Chateau Picard? Someone is, didn't we talk about this? No, no. I don't want an American guy to have made Chateau Picard. I want a wine from the Picard region <laughs> called Chateau Picard with the Star Trek logo on it because that's what I want. I don't drink, but I want to bottle that in my house. Wines That Rock introduces new Trek-inspired wines, including one from the real Chateau Picard. Oh, shit! <laughs> Ah, 
So we'll, we'll do an update on that in the next episode because we'll try and so get yeah, ourselves a bottle of Chateau Picard. Let us know which episodes Bayer should watch or what are your favorite episodes of Star Trek Next Generation in general. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time. We're going to do this episode by episode. Yes. So we will take you through the series of Star Trek Picard. Once again, you can get in touch with us on goggler.my slash contact. Let us know about your thoughts with regards to the series. Are you excited? Do you not like it? There are some people who are being really snobby naughty about it but we think they're wrong so uh join us same time next week same place for another episode an exciting episode of goggler presents picard's flute picard's flute <laughs>